0: Happity, happy 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 Tuesday.
1: Tuesday. Oof, you sounded like a rabbit. <laughs> Jim and Allen.
0: You join Nick,
1: and welcome into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon.
0: This week we find ourselves just outside of Fandlin, in the rolling hills and rocky outcrops that True and his shrubberies have decided to traverse, opting against the Tribor Trail, having learned that the orcs are still out to hunt him down. It's currently late morning, almost midday. It's a very, very cold, overcast day. Hmm. True. Yes? Now that I uh, think of it, we didn't really ask Harlia exactly this lighthouse is. Hmm. <laughs> it appears you're
1: right. Well there's we're not going to go back now, obviously, so I mean it's a lighthouse, I imagine that. When it's night we'll we'll see the we'll see the light from far away, especially if we crest one of these hills here. It should be fine.
0: Oh yes, well I suppose as long as we head to the west. Yes where the Sea
1: of Swords is Towards the coast, that's right. Now I, I was thinking Fenner, perhaps. It would do us good if you use that hat and disguise yourself. I myself have no hair now, so, you know, I I can wrap something around my face and hide my moustache. And you, Fabian, p- perhaps you'd have a cowl or a hood or something that you can wear. Well, what do you think this is on my head? The orcs have seen you with that one. I mean a different one.
0: Well, perhaps I can take a page out of your book and... Oh, I don't know if I want to cut my my locks.
1: Hmm. Mm. I'm barely recognizable now, with my glasses and my shaved hair. So if we do come across some orcs, I... perhaps they won't
0: figure out who we are. It's worth a try. Yeah, it's... we're not losing anything. Actually, true, now that you mention that you're bald, what happened to your hat of wizardry?
1: Oh, I've... I have it in my bag. I have no use for it, really. And I was thinking of selling it off in exchange for a better weapon. But the shop back there, the Lion's Costa, they, they didn't have anything good. Nothing worth of
0: trade. Hmm. So shrubberies have been... i have done some traveling already today. You traveled an hour and a half from Adabras to town. So you'll be able to get about four and a half, nearly five hours travel before you, you need to call it a day and start finding a place to, to make camp. Today, I'm not going to make you wait like 40 minutes to roll the dice. In fact, I think you only rolled the dice twice last week. Yes, yeah, the like whole that. episode, and and I think that was two consecutive rolls. So today, perhaps uh, we should get the ball rolling.
1: The dice rolling.
0: See what I did there? <laughs> Just a little sooner. So I'm going to ask you to roll me a survival check.
1: Big boy is going to make an appearance again. I start with big boy always.
0: That's brave considering the last couple of sessions. Nah, I trust him. That's a total of seventeen. Big boy. Okay, that's good. And are you doing this stealthily as you're walking through the wilderness? Or are you just, you know... Doing what? Just marching towards the coastline. No, we're
1: not travelling slow. We're travelling at a normal pace. So no, we're not stealthing. Okay.
0: And with that, you guys continue marching your way through the wilderness. You see Fen has been walking around, holding the hat, sort of pondering how she's going to change her appearance. And then she puts it on, and you see before your eyes she suddenly appears as this middle-aged, rather short, plump human man with a thin black goatee and wispy, curly hair parted in the middle. She seems to be dressed like some sort of merchant or shopkeeper with this long, flowy purple cloak, a leather tunic and knee-high boots. Oh, how does this look, Shrew Fabian? Unfortunately, it won't disguise my voice. No, no. Well, that's that's quite a change,
1: Fenner. Well done, but I fear that perhaps now we have a massive target on us. Why? I mean, you look like a rich old fart. (laughs) 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 We'll be having bandits all across the
0: Sword Coast visiting us and trying to rob us of our wares. Oh, I I think I can do something about that. And you see that the clothes become more and more tatty and worn. The lush purple cloak disappears... And on top of his head, or her head, is this sort of patchwork woolly cap. Looks more like a peasant now than a rich merchant.
1: That's much better, Fenna. Well done. That will make you hide yourself very nicely. But Fenna doesn't, doesn't quite suit you anymore. Let's see. Hmm. I think I shall call you... Fenno. Yes, Fenno. Isn't that a, a bit similar? True. Fenna, Fenno? True, true. Do, do they know you by name, though? Well, I don't know. Do they know you by name? I think. The orc knew my name, yes. Oh, I can't recall that. Neither, neither do I, to be honest. I'm not too good with details, in case you haven't realized. Hold on. I got something better. I'll call you Nobus, yes. Will that make me dazzling, then? <laughs> yes. And I'd be Bernie.
0: Yes. Okay, so we are now Bernie's Buns? <laughs> I
1: couldn't have thought of a better name myself. Bernie's buns, buns or bums. <laughs> buns, buns, buns. You put a sausage in a bun, right? Bernie's buns, or Bernie's bonsais. Hmm. Keep it, keep it themed, you know.
0: And with that, Bernie's bonsais continue their trek for the wilderness, walking for a good four and a half, nearly five hours now. You start to feel the pangs of hunger in your stomach. The sun slowly starting to set. So you start to search for a suitable spot to set up camp. After a little while, you spot a small grove of trees. Looks like the perfect spot to set up camp. Sheltered from the wind, which is now bitingly cold. You also know that there's plenty of fallen branches around and dead wood, which will enable you to make a campfire. And so you you and your companions now start, you know, pitching your tents and making this place home for the night.
1: Well, now that Harry's thing's set up, let's have some dinner and let's... Get tucking. We have a long trek tomorrow. I don't, I don't think Bernie quite likes sausages. I think he's more of a bacon kind of guy. Yes, yes. Today I'm going to fry up some bacon on the fire. Do we have bacon? Well, it's a sausage. I'm just pretending it's bacon.
0: Oh, I thought maybe you had one of those fancy spells. No, no. Use your imagination, Thean. Oh, it's going to take some powerful help from some ale or wine to make this hard tack and rations seem anything like bacon
1: i have a sausage i just said
0: similar yeah i suppose i'll keep first watch tonight if that's right with you
1: yes yes of course uh, are you okay favian is, is everything fine you seem a bit off
0: uh, i don't know what you mean no no maybe i misread the situation it's okay i seem okay it's uh, looking forward to getting into the lighthouse and finding sister Grell. yes yes me too me too i'm sorry i should call you by your name Dazzling, of course. Oh, yes, Bernie. Mm. Alright then, uh, should I wake up Bernie or Norbus first? Wake up Norbus. Bernie will go last. Or I will go last. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with the second watch. And with that, Bernie's bonsais have their dinner, finish, you know, setting up their camp and making preparations. And... I'm just going to say Shrew and Fenner because otherwise this could be a little yeah, confusing, yeah. not just to us but to the listeners. You both sort of tuck it down into to your beds or bed rolls rather and get ready to to go to sleep. So I'm going to ask you to roll me a twenty.
1: If you don't know by that sound, that was
0: Big Boy again. It's a fourteen. So Fabian's watch passes, another than the cold, the occasional hoot of an owl in the distance. The wind brushing through the trees. Nothing untoward happens. And he goes and wakes up Fenna. Fenna, your watch. Oh, Fagin. Okay, I'll, I'll keep a watch out. I'm going to ask you to roll me a d20 again.
1: Natural one. And Fenna doesn't have luck of the huffling.
0: So... <laughs>
1: no, she does not. I had trained Big Boy to roll natural ones instead of twos, because I can re-roll them. But I had forgotten that I also rolled for Fagin and Fenna.
0: So the first part of... Fenner's watch passes quickly and quietly, but after a while, she starts hearing the occasional <coughs> of a branch being stepped on. She's looking around nervously. She notices that behind the trees, a little distance away, but not too far, she can see the set of eyes looking towards her, then another, then another. She's seen them walk around. She's getting up ever so quietly and carefully. I'm going to ask you to roll me for stealth for Fenna. That's a 10 plus 1, 11. She manages to get up without making too much sound. Her eyes fix on these strange eyes that are walking around. She starts making her way from a physician to where Fabian and Shrew are lying asleep. She notices this now is a little closer to the edge of where you've made camp. She can see through the, the remaining flickers of the campfire. These are wolves. She's getting close to waking up Shrew and Fabian now. She notices that they seem to be more interested in hunting prey than the actual camp itself. And as she watches on, the wolves seem to lose interest and slowly disappear into the darkness. Fenner breathes a huge sigh of relief. <sighs> oh, Bavian, Drew, Bavian, Drew! Mm-hmm. Quiet, quiet, quiet! What is, Fenner? Everything okay? There was a small pack of wolves nearby, so we need to be extra vigilant. Mm-hmm. Are they close now? Well, they they seem to lose interest and they've disappeared back into the darkness. Mm. Just sleep with one eye open.
1: Is it my turn now to take watch? Yes. Good. Is, hmm. Don't worry, sleep well, Fenner. I'll take care of this.
0: Oh, damn wolves. And Favian rolls over, getting comfy into his bedroll.
1: It's over to Shrew. Wake up. Get my flask of water. Put a bit of water on my hands and slap it on my face and pull the scarf thing that i was wearing you know it wasn't much of a scarf it was more of a like a semi-blanket that, I have, that i've rolled up pull it closer to me and further around my my neck to battle the chill and i'm gonna take watch is a
0: is this quite a flat area we are at sort of like very soft rolling hills you can see in the direction that you'll be walking in the morning elevation starts to get higher there
1: do i see currently any light from a possible lighthouse
0: no are there any trees well you've got a couple of trees around you in the camp okay i want to scale one of those trees quietly okay i'll say you can do that without much issue but because you want to do it quietly i'll ask you for a stealth check
1: we do this one blind yep that's plus two on my
0: stealth so you're climbing up this tree and from the the bedrolls underneath you you hear
1: What the fuck are you doing, Shrew? You keep it down. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry, Fabian. I was just trying to get a higher vantage point and see if I can see the wolves. Fair I mentioned, But yes, I'll try and keep it down.
0: So you're now sat on top of this tree, looking around. You're trying to see if you can see these wolves then?
1: Trying to see if I can see the wolves and any light from a possible
0: lighthouse as well. From where you are at the moment, because the hills towards the west are higher than where you currently are. You can't see any light from this lighthouse. And at present, you can't see the wolves either. From here, I can see Fenner and Fabian?
1: Yeah. I'm gonna stay up here. I think I have a better view up here than I would do down there.
0: Uh, roll me a d20, please. Let's see. That's a 8. The rest of your watch passes without any incidents. You do hear though, the occasional howl of a wolf in the distance, but not close enough to give you concern and from your high vantage points with your goggles of the night you can't see anything coming towards you
1: okay does my watch pass
0: yeah your watch passes the faint morning sun starts to rise now and you notice this fine snow starting to fall this morning is particularly cold
1: i look up instinctively to see if there's a dragon about
0: you can't see any dragon good so fabian Fenner, get up you know you guys have your breakfast pack away your camp and started making your way west again. I need you to make me a survival check, please.
1: That's twenty-two.
0: So Bernie's bonsai's traversing this landscape of rolling hills and little rocky outcrops, almost as if you've done this many times before. Yet this is the first time you've you've been through this part of of the wilds near Phandalin. You manage to travel for a good couple of hours. You are now slowly climbing up this hill, and when you reach the top. You notice at the foot of this hill that you've just reached the summit of, you see this lone figure walking in your direction. As far as you can see, they appear to be human, and they're dressed in rough and weathered clothes. You see that he, he's seen someone or something at the top of the hill. He's looking a little cautiously. You notice he's carrying a large bundle on his back, and his hand instinctively goes to the short sword on his, on his waist.
1: Is he within talking distance or shouting distance?
0: Yeah, I'd say you're within shouting distance. Okay.
1: Take it easy there, Sonny. Um, stay your hand. That's true. Trying to change his voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bandits? Do we look like bandits to you?
0: Hmm. Well, I can't really tell from down here.
1: Well, come closer, Sonny.
0: As he gets closer, you notice that he's a half elf. You can see this twinkle in his eye that suggests he's seen more than his fair share of adventures. He's got a lean build. You can see that his clothing, whilst well-made, is functional. He's wearing a sturdy leather piece of armour. And that his boots look like they've been well-travelled in. My name's Erevan. With who do I speak?
1: My name is... <clears throat> my name is... Uh, Bernie. This is my real voice. I wasn't sure if you were an show or
0: an orc. No, oh, no, but there's... Uh, well, that's why I'm traveling through the wilderness and not on the tribal Trail. Well, great minds think alike. We are doing exactly the same. Where are you headed to? Well, I'm headed to Fandlin. Hmm. What for? Well, I, I sell goods and trade in, in goods. Really? I'm on my way there to, you know, hopefully pick up some stuff, sell some others. What do you have? What kind of goods? Hmm. You're interested in trading? Perhaps, yes. Well, yes, I've got some, some wares that perhaps you're interested in. Got some gemstones. Got some small bits and bobs. But wandering the wilderness like this, perhaps you're more interested in in potions. Yes, yes. What kind of potions do you carry? Well, I've got this one. And he sort of opens his backpack and pulls out this small bottle. It's got a, a red liquid in it. But this doesn't look like the potions of healing you've normally seen. And he says, Why, this potion, if you drink it, you can cast the Enlarge spell on yourself. Mm. Interesting. Any
1: part of your body.
0: You know, if I enlarge my hand, maybe I can hit someone. Well, you would double in size. Hmm. And your attacks would also get more powerful. I also have the the opposite of this. The potion of shrinkage. Hmm. Potion of shrinkage. I'm I'm rather small already. I don't know. Does it half your power and strength? What does it do? Yes, well, your strength would get little. Oh. Little softer, but you would half your size.
1: Hmm. I don't know. It could get you
0: out of a pickle if you are trapped somewhere. Hmm. Perhaps.
1: Perhaps. I'm rather small as it is already.
0: Hmm. Then perhaps this one will interest you. And he pulls out this other little flask. It's got like this black, thick liquid in it. This here is an oil of slipperiness. Hmm. And with it, you can gain the effects of the freedom of movement spell for eight hours, or you can pour it on the ground to produce the effects of the grease spell. Interesting. Those are not
1: spells I'm familiar with, but I like the idea of being slippery. Especially
0: if I get caught by some filthy orcs. So do any of these uh, tickle your fancy? Have you got anything? Have you got coin or something to trade? Mm-hmm. How, how much for the lot? For all three? Yes. I can give you a special discounted price if you take all three of them. Well, that sounds interesting. Won't come cheap, though. These are These are quite valuable potions. The best I could do for you is... 250 gold for all three. Well,
1: well, would you look at the time of day? I say, we're, we're quite... Hmm. What about trading for for something? I have... Let, let me show you my wares. Hold on, hold on. Oh, are you a trader too? Oh, are yes. Oh, yes. My name is Bernie. I'm a trader extraordinaire. I can't say I've heard of you before. No, because I'm rather new in the scene here in Thunderling. I made my trades further further afield, you know, Baldur's Gate and all all that area down there. But yes, 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 let me show you my stuff. First off, I have this staff. It's it's not really impressive, but it's a staff. If you need to bonk anyone on the head with it, this is a weapon for you, my friend.
0: Well, this is a dime a dozen staff. No, no, this is
1: Bernie's staff. 250 gold, this piece sets you back. (laughs) You're pulling my leg here. Yes, I am. I I have to be honest. Let's see. I'm sure I have something better here. Hmm. Oh, yes. Here. Here we have. And I bring out the hat of wizardry with the stars. Oh, that looks fancy.
0: Yes, this is the hat of wizardry. Oh, what exactly does it do? Do you know any wizards? I'm sure I can find one that is interested
1: in buying one. Good boy. I'm sure you can. And if you do, you could sell this for 250 gold to that wizard. It will make you be able to cast cantrips that you don't know. And it also serves us a wizard's focus. Very handy. Hmm. What say you? Those three potions for this hat. It's a a steal, I must add, for you. And uh, I shouldn't be doing this, but to be honest, I don't know any wizards. Myself, you know. And I'm... As I say, I'm not from these
0: parts, and Hm do you mind if I have a look at it? Yes, of course, yeah. Hmm. I'll tell you what. Because you're new on the scene, as you're saying. Hmm. Because you don't know any wizards. No. I could be robbing you blind here. Yes. Two hundred and fifty gold is wholesale price. You could get a little more for this. Let me let me throw something in to sweeten the deal a bit. Really? Yes.
1: Well, how how how
0: honest of you. Uh... Yes, well, uh you know. I wouldn't feel right shortchanging you. This is quite a valuable item. Well, you're, you're, you're not like most traders. Oh, well, I, I like to make honest trades. I don't have a big shop, fancy storefront. I like to travel the world and, and sell to people that I walk by and then stock up in the next town and just wander off to the next one. A traveling salesman sounds very, very romantic. Ah, oh, it is. I, the world is my oyster. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, let me see if I've got something else here. And he starts rummaging for his bag. He pulls out this scroll. Hmm, what is that? Just let me double check this again. Yeah, sort of unscrolls it. <laughs> <laughs> Unravels it. Yes, yes, this is a scroll of jump. Hmm, very interesting. All those four items. Yes, the four items for the Hat of Wizardry. And this one's free, because this was given to me by a good friend of mine. And who... Is that friend of yours? Do I know him? I'm sure you do. You must have found some of his items throughout the wilderness before. Neil Ravos, one of our top donors, well, our top donator on Buy Me A Coffee. Thank you so much, Neil. Thank Thank you very much. Really (laughs) appreciate it. So yes, if you're an amenable, then these four items for the Hat of Wizardry.
1: Yes, yes, yes. One second.
0: I want to do an insight check on this guy here. Oh, your first inside check of the campaign, I
1: think. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> three episodes. I'm the most honest guy
0: I've come across. <laughs> Ridiculous. But yeah, I still want to do it. Okay, yeah, roll, roll for inside.
1: That's a total of eight. I see your hesitance, my friend. Bernie. Well, it's just that I've got to be honest with you. This Hatton and, and I go back quite some time. I'm not trying to rob you. No, no, no. It's just that I Feel sad for letting it go, but it's it. It is of no no use to me anymore, so it's okay. Uh, I, I accept your terms. Uh,
0: it's a it's a very fair trade. I thank you, and I
1: hand him over the hat.
0: Okay, and he hands you over the potion of enlarge, the potion of I can't remember what I said because it I couldn't pronounce the word shrinkage. You said shrinkage,
1: yeah, and it was diminution.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was it. For some reason, it just wasn't rolling off my tongue. <laughs> The oil of slipperiness and the scroll of jump.
1: Nice. Thank you, Neil. So, yeah, I stashed all those items away
0: on my bag. Would you mind if I ask you a question, Bernie? No, no, of course not. Where, where exactly are you headed? These are dangerous, dangerous lands. Um, it is top secret. I'm afraid
1: I can't disclose any information. It's a very important mission. Where do you come from, exactly? I'm on my way from
0: Leylon at the moment. Mm, Oh, yes, I know the place. Are you headed to Leylon? No, no, no. Why? No, I'm just asking, because usually most people travel along the tribal Trail and then the high road, but you don't seem like you've traveled these lands before. Why do you say that? You seem to be walking quite relaxed through these dangerous lands. I mean, you're far from the dangers of the tribal Trail at the moment, but these rocky outcrops known to be home to, to ogres you really need to know where you're going and be careful
1: <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Deadly But
1: but how does a chap like you avoid all these dangers?
0: Well I know the, the routes well and I try to travel a little
1: carefully Could you maybe show us which routes to take to avoid these ogres?
0: Well the, you know they roam around so you need to keep an, an ear out for them Mm-hmm. But they they do like to to take rest on the top of these rocky outcrops that you see up there. Right, it right. can be a little tricky to see sometimes at night. You know, their big bulking frames just look like boulders from a distance. Hmm. Interesting. Are they
1: keen or wary? Do they would they see a campfire from far away? Or? That they could. Hmm.
0: But I mean, in this sort of weather. Yes, you'd be wise to to keep warm.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Well, will you be okay
0: traveling to Thunderling? Have you heard news of Thunderling? Well, I know there's been a dragon going around. Mm-hmm. But you know, if it's not a dragon, it's an ogre. If it's not an ogre, it's an orc. If it's not an orc, it's damn goblins. It's always something. Yes, well,
1: it's kind of more than one thing right now. It's the the, the dragon. It's the orcs. They... There's an impending attack. And Thunderling is actually starting to pack up.
0: Well, more the reason, perhaps, to, to be there. Perhaps there's people In need of my wares. Hmm. Yes. And then it won't be long before I'm off. Probably to the Tribal next. Tribal? Where are you heading to there? As I said before, I just like to travel around and, you know, pick things up in one town and sell them off in the next. Well, you should visit Butterskull Ranch.
1: They have very nice butter there. And there's a very nice man there called Al. Alphones. He's a good friend of mine.
0: I am impressed you remember that it was actually (laughs) (laughs) Alphones. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> he
1: he has a special place in my heart.
0: Yeah, she, she was growing with these names lately. He's a good
1: friend of mine, as I said, and he may be in need of some of your wearers.
0: Do you fight, friend? No, no, just I have my sword to defend myself. I'm by no means a warrior. Hmm. Have
1: you travelled up the coast?
0: Well, I travelled from Neverwinter down to Leylon, and now from Leylon to Fandlin.
1: Did you see anything... Close to the coast, anything dubious, anything strange?
0: Well, yes. There's a seems to have been a number of shipwrecks lately from there. Yes. Mm-hmm. The rumors are that there's something and something odd about that lighthouse. Indeed. I mean, for one, its light is green. Green, you say? Yes, like an ethereal green, cutting through the night. What What direction would you say
1: from here uh, one should travel to get to said lighthouse?
0: I mean, from where you are now, it's uh, due west. Keep going that way, it's a, almost a straight line. Hmm. If you can travel as a crow flies.
1: Right, right. No, no, I'm not, I have no interest in going there, of course. I'm a green ethereal flame, you say. No, no, please, no. We are no adventurers. Is that secret mission? No, preposterous. We are no adventurers. My uh, secret mission was to find a little town where they are in need of certain goods, certain potions... Which I Oh, na- that sounds like my sort of place. Yes, that's why. Well, I'm a merchant, as I said. Me a Deception.
0: <laughs> that's a total of nine. Nine. Mm. Don't worry. Bernie, if that's your name. I won't, sir. Uh, I haven't seen you, and I don't know that you're going to the lighthouse. If that's where you're really heading.
1: Can I trust you,
0: then? Yes, well, if you couldn't, I would have run off with your hat. <laughs> that hat, has, you know, at resale value is. Almost 500 gold. What? Well, the potions I've given you are of an equal value. Hmm. In fact, I'd even offered you a discount for purchasing them, purchasing more than one together. True, true. I could have just kept quiet, given you the three potions and then... But you're not working for the orcs, are you? The half-orcs. No, I'm not even on the trail because I want to stay far away from them.
1: Hmm. Look, my name is not Bernie, no.
0: Perhaps you have heard of
1: me and my little crew here. We are. What are you doing? Uh,
0: Bernie.
1: You heard yes, them. Yes, uh, sir. Bernie, what are you doing? You heard the man. We can trust him. As you wish. We are indeed called Shrew's Shrubberies. My name is Shrew. Okay. You haven't heard of us? I can't say I have. Hmm. Blast. Anyway, we are not headed for the lighthouse. That was a deception in my part that you very. Astutely picked up, there is a secret item we need to seek. Deep in a cave, in one of these outcrops and hills that the ogres call
0: their home. And that is where our next adventure lies. Is that why you're walking so nonchalantly through the, oh. the top of that, of that hill? We are brave warriors. Are we trying are trying br- to attract the ogres. No, no, we are brave adventurers. We fear
1: nothing, let alone mere ogres We've. Downed quite a few in our time already. We know how to deal with these foes.
0: It will be but a walk in the park. Oh I hope so. Last time we had Falcon. Shut
1: up, Uh, Fenner. Fenner? Yes, not now. Okay. Anywho, we must be on our way. Safe travel.
0: Likewise. Perhaps we'll meet each other again, true.
1: Oh and one more thing. Yes. Between you and I, I mentioned Thunderling was packing up indeed they are they are headed over
0: to Neverwinter to Neverwinter that's a long trek for a whole town yes they'll take a time but
1: they'll be safer there they'll be run
0: down by the orcs no no don't be silly or uh, caravan that size on the open road the dragon will have its share of pickings don't worry we've got a plan that's ludicrous no 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 no. I must warn them not to do that (laughs) no 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 we have a plan don't worry Well, I hope it's a better one than just marching everybody down to Neverwinter. That will take far too long. A couple of days. Sitting ducks. Five days. Travel. And the open road with... Who said anything about open road? The whole town's gonna, what, travel for the wilderness? The ogres will have a buffet. No, no. Don't be silly. What ogres? No, no,
1: we're going through the woods. Neverwinter woods. Hmm. So straight through the
0: orc's new territory then so you know about the orcs then Hmm. yeah well who doesn't they've been running riot lately sure you must have seen that big fire
1: a few days ago yes the orcs will be coming to Fandling and as they approach Fandling will be leaving through the other side and go unnoticed the orcs will find an empty town and will go straight through or they'll go straight through the forest when the orcs are no longer there it's an ingenious plan by Harbing Wester himself
0: (laughs) well if you say so um, I should hurry up then and get there before people leave of course of course stock up and and sell some wares
1: Mm -hmm. that's right
0: Well, farewell Shrew nice to see you I didn't catch your name sorry her name here is um,
1: Norbus and his name is Dazzling
0: well something tells me that uh, never mind good luck with your quest you too friend
1: I forgot your name already, but don't take offence. It happens many a times. Everun, my friend. Everon. Erevan. Erevan. Well, see you around. And we turn and leave. Slightly scared of the ogres that we didn't know <laughs> <laughs> made their homes <laughs> in these hills.
0: So yeah, roll me a, a survival check now as you carry on. Okay, we're stealthing this time.
1: Okay. Because I don't want to be <laughs> attracting any ogres.
0: So give me a survival check first, and then if you want to be stealthing, you need to give me a stealth check as well. For extra tension, now that you know there's the possibility of ogres, as well as the ever-present threat of the dragon above, I'm going to ask you to make the survival check blind as well.
1: And that's a plus three on survival.
0: Okay, now come the stealth checks. I'm going to roll the three at once. Actually, I'm going to ask you to roll big boy again, because you've got your boots of elephant kind.
1: hmm yes that's right with advantage
0: <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to roll that again you know why natural one yep got him trained see you and that the damned halfling luck you guys continue to press on marching for the wilderness cautiously now as you are aware of some of the greater threats that perhaps roam these lands the snow is starting to fall a little bit heavier it's making the the travel a little harder you have to trudge the snow now as you're walking up these hills every time you get up one you sort of see it roll back down into another one and then an even taller one meets you as you're making your way up a hill you catch a sense of something delicious in the air like this fresh game being roasted on a open fire there's a smell a sense of burning the unmistakable sense of a campfire you're hearing these guttural grunts and snarls up ahead you almost stop in your tracks you see one of these boulders from the top of the, the hill slowly shift and move. You realize then that that is no boulder. You realize that this is the face of a gruesome ogre, now staring down at you. As you hear it let out this guttural cry. These two other hulking figures turn and start facing you down. I'm going to ask his role for initiative. Damn dog. Okay,
1: I'm rolling for Shrew first. 18 plus 2, 20. Okay. Fabian?
0: Total of 12. Okay. And now Fenner. Total of 8. So top of the initiative is actually going to be Shrew. What you gonna do? Hmm, I don't know if I've
1: ever been first. Let's see. So how far away are these ogres from us? I'd say about 100 feet. Ooh. I'm gonna cast tidal wave on two of the ogres the ones that are close to each other cuz they can't quite reach the other one.
0: Okay. I believe this was a area of effect, yeah?
1: Yeah, they have to make a dexterity saving throw. They both fail. Nice start for a change. Okay, here goes. 48 bludgeoning damage and they will get knocked prone. I'm rolling with two dM dice and two of my dice. Let's see if it's the dice or the person that is cursed. Inconclusive, so I rolled six and a five on the DM dice and a five and a two on my dice. Total of 18
0: damage. This giant wave appears as you cast your spell. Their campfire goes out. They <laughs> didn't Their dinner's ruined. <laughs> and That's two of them of- are now lying on their backs like giant turtles, and you're hearing these screams of rage at the moment. <laughs> they seem incredibly pissed off at that. That was part of the plan. No supper for you.
1: Is she doing anything else? Yes, he's moving 25 feet back. Okay. Are there any rocks or things we can hide behind here? Or is it just a flat
0: area where we are? You're sort of on the the banks of this hill. There's some stones, some rocks, but nothing large enough for you to hide behind. The large rocks are up above you. Okay. With that, it's incidentally the turn of the ogre that's still standing. So he moves a little bit forward so that he's within range and you see him with his javelin. He's looking at the three of you. He seems to be determining that Fabian is the biggest threat at the moment. Seeing this little gnome and this little halfling. Little human. Oh yes, yeah, so the <laughs> description, but seeing this fat, potly, peasant-looking human on one side and this very small humanoid on the other. Staring Fabian down. Yeah, that w- that will definitely hit. 18 plus 6 will hit. Ooh. That's 13 piercing damage on Fabian. Incidentally, it is Fabian's turn as yoga stays put.
1: Okay, I want to take a potion of healing, one of the smaller ones with Fabian.
0: Actually, you know how we've been playing where for a bonus action you can down your potion? Yes. Well, I came across uh, an article online. Can't really remember the website because I, I've been reading up on a load of things over the last week. But they had this interesting concept which I'm eager to try out. And that's where if you use a bonus action for your potion, you roll for the... HP, but if you use your full action, you get the full HP offered by the bottle of he- a potion of healing. I think the logic behind it is if you're doing it as a bonus, you're sort of rushing it and trying to see how much you can gulp down whilst you're doing something else. Whereas if you take your action, you should really get the full benefits of the potion.
1: Okay, and if you administer a potion to someone as a bonus action or as an
0: action, if you're using it your mm-hmm. action to feed it to someone else, I'll say that you can get the full. The, full, H- the, the f- full, the max HP offered by the potion, but you still cannot feed it
1: as a bonus action. Only, no, a only action. as an action. Okay, okay, sounds cool. Yeah, so Fabian, this turn will use it as a bonus action.
0: Okay, so yeah, that's two D four plus two.
1: Okay, that's a total of eight healing for Fabian, and for his action. For his action, he's gonna take out his bow and fire the ogre. That's a two plus three, five.
0: As he pulls his bow and notches the arrow, despite this hulking frame of the beast, the arrow whew, flies off into the distance, mm. nowhere near its mark. Wow. Okay. Is that it for Fabian? Yeah, that's all. Okay, so it's a Fena then.
1: Fenna is gonna forgo healing for a bit, and she's gonna cast Guiding Bolt at the Ogre as a level 2 spell. Hopefully she hits. That's 16 plus 6,
0: 22. To hit, yeah, it definitely hits. That's a 5d6 for Fenna. Not bad, Fenner. I think Fenner's probably had the most takedowns in the campaign so far.
1: I think you're right. That's a total of
0: 23 damage for Fenner. Ooh, Fenner. 23, yeah? He definitely felt that one. Good. 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 Fenner doing anything else? Fenner, like Shu, is gonna back it up a bit. 25 feet. It's over to the two ogres that were knocked down by the tidal wave, they get up in a rage, sort of kicking the logs and what's left of the deer, shrieking in rage. They start running towards Favian and Shrew Shrubberies. They're now within 40 feet of Favian, but they actually use their action to dash. So that takes us back to the top of the round and true.
1: Just for the fun of it, I'm going to cast Tidal Wave on them again
0: and try and hit the two ogres that I hit before, just to piss them off just a bit more. Okay. Okay, so one has failed. The other one has made the save.
1: Okay, so one takes full damage, the other half. And the uh, one that took full damage again is downed
0: as this wave erupts and starts filling the area, knocking him prone. Again, you hear this rage. He's sort of smashing his fist on the the floor, almost like a childish tantrum now.
1: Okay, here we go. That's a total of 18, half to nine for the one that saved.
0: Yeah, they definitely felt that. Yes. So it's over to the ogre who attacked Fabian. He's going to move his full range of movement, which is 40 feet. He's grabbing one of his other javelins now. Well, I'm going to use the big boy. I use William. <laughs> I lovingly call him William because we didn't have a an ox mini, and I use the my big boy dice to nice. represent William. Nice. Oh, William, seventeen plus whatever—that definitely hits him. As a total of eight damage to Fabian. So this javelin boom, digs into Fabian's arm. Fabian is taking the whole brunt of the attacks, poor guy. Yeah, so far he is. And after throwing this javelin. The ogre just lets out this guttural scream. He seems more than pissed off now seeing one of his companions down again. It's actually over to Fabian now.
1: Fabian runs up to the ogre as he's dropping his bow and taking out his dragon slaying sword with both hands slashing at the ogre. 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So that's 1d10 as he's using both hands. Total of 9 damage.
0: Yeah, his sword slashes across his chest. You see this wound open up and he's shouting in pain, staring at the heavens screaming. As
1: the sword slightly snags the flesh of the ogre, he's gonna push it in to the wound he just opened, trying to penetrate his blubbery
0: body. That's with his action, surge yeah? Yeah, that's right. 14 to hit. Yeah, that hit. Oof.
1: Max damage. Yeah, that's a 10, plus 5, 15 damage on the second attack.
0: As this blade digs into his wound, you see him coughing up blood now. He looks seriously hurt. Nice. If Fabian is done, then it's over to Fenner.
1: Yeah, Fabian is done, Fenner's going to cast Guiding Bolt again, but this time as a level 1. Okay. 14 to hit.
0: Yeah, that hits. And she's
1: going for the same one that Fabian just attacked.
0: Okay. So a total of 15 damage. Give me either an Acrobatics or Athletics check for Fabian. Total of 6 six so this guiding bolt bursts into this ogre you hear this guttural scream as he collapses on top of of Favian (laughs) Favian manages to hold his ground but he's got this hulking ogre sort of collapse on him Fenner, a bit more care please (laughs) and as he says that he sort of manages to just just about shimmy this hulking frame of the ogre off him he collapses into the the snow around him is Fenner doing anything else
1: No, she's staying there.
0: Okay, it's over to the other two ogres. Firstly, the ogre that was knocked down for the second time by the tidal wave. He gets up. He's just seen one of his companions be felled, and he's raging. He's grabbing a javelin, taking aim at Favian. And for all his rage, he almost strikes his other companion, as he just (laughs) whittles past the top of his head. Nice. The other ogre is running straight up to Favian. He's going to try and smash him with his club. That's a bit better. Not for Fabian, but for the Ogre. It's 14 plus 6, which is a 20, which hits. Yep. His club strikes true, dealing Fabian 15. Ooh, lodging damage. Fabian is feeling this fight. He's taken 23 damage at this point. He's going to max health for 39. And With that, it's over to Shrew.
1: Okay. I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the Ogre that's engaging with Fabian. Okay. And with my bonus, I'm going to turn into Bear Shrew. And run 20 feet to close the distance between myself and the ogre a bit.
0: Okay. Shooting anything else? No,
1: staying there for now.
0: Okay, so over to Fabian then?
1: Fabian is gonna take out his shield now as well. And this time, slash on the ogre with one hand. 13 to hit. That hits.
0: Oh, <laughs> nice. Everything seems to be going your way for change this battle.
1: Well, not everything, but they seem to be able to to hit quite easily. That's a total of 11 6 plus 5.
0: Okay, yeah, he felt that. He's looking quite wounded now, as that soul sort of slices into him.
1: He's going to use second wind to heal himself a bit. Okay. That's a 10 plus 5 for his level, so 15 altogether. Second wind allows you as a bonus to roll a d10 and add your level for healing, just as a reminder.
0: Very well. With that, it's over to Fenner.
1: Fena is going to cast Sacred Flame on the ogre that's engaged with Fabian. Needs to roll a constitution saving throw.
0: Okay, that's a 14 plus 3.
1: Yeah, he saves. It's a cantrip. Nothing happens.
0: Okay. Is Fena doing anything else? She's staying there for now. So it's over to the two ogres then. So this other ogre runs up to Fabian, club in hand, fuming and in his rage and sort of intrigued by this light that's on his friend. And this giant bear that's appeared in front of them swings wildly again almost hitting his colleague <laughs> it's over to the other one that's engaged with fabian he has to make a constitution saving through i'm correct yep constitution 10. that's a 13 total he does not save mm. takes a full
1: brunt okay that's 2d10 radiant damage for a total
0: of 13. yeah this ogre screams out in pain drops to one knee His left hand keeping him upright. His whole body shaking, but he's still there. Just. manages to pull himself up. He's going to swing his club. It's a 19 plus. It definitely hits Fabian. Yeah,
1: poor Fabian. Well, he's the warrior. Technically, he's a tank, right?
0: That's a whopping 18 damage this time. Jeez. Fabian's doing well, though, holding his own. Having smashed Fabian with his club, he's going to turn his attention to this bear in front of him as he moves out of the moonbeam and towards Shrew. And incidentally, it's Shrew's turn.
1: I'm going to attack the ogre just in front of me. So with your bite or your claws? With my bite, natural 20. Ooh, Bite is 1d8. That's 6 doubled to 12,
0: plus five, seventeen total. Yeah, so as you bite this ogre, you rip out a huge chunk of his flesh as he collapses on the ground beside you, his blood staining the snowy ground. <laughs>
1: I run up to the next ogre and attack it with my claws. 11 to
0: hit. That just hits.
1: (laughs) Wow. Nice. That's
0: 2d6. We're going to have to upgrade the dragon of Iceberg Peak to an ancient dragon.
1: No, no. Let's not go ahead ourselves. (laughs) I have just rolled two natural
0: ones (laughs) on this roll. So 2 plus 5, 7. This ogre looks seriously hurt as well. He's taken the full brunt of both tidal waves. He's been—he's taken the most punishment. Still standing though. Over to Fabian.
1: Fabian is obviously going to turn his attention to the last ogre, drop his shield, and attack with both hands. For a twenty-four, definitely hits. And that's a D ten again.
0: It's a twelve total. The ogre lets out a guttural scream as its guts start spilling out onto the floor in front of you. This sort of hand goes over the wound, trying to press it in. It's breathing heavy. Eyes almost rolling back. His arm with the club falls limp beside him, but he's still holding on to it. Just give up. Over to Fenner.
1: Fenner's gonna get closer and again cast Sacred Flame.
0: That's a 12.
1: Does not save? Yep. That's a total of 7. How does Fenner want to do this? (laughs) Hey, Fenner. It's almost comical to us as we see this chubby middle-aged human with wispy hair. Casting sacred flame onto that ogre, hitting it square on the head and blasting his brains all over Fabian. And true. <laughs>
0: for fuck's sake, Fan I told you to keep. To be careful! I seem to remember these being a little tougher last time we met them. I think it's safe for you to drop your form. True, doesn't seem to be. Anything else around here? No. The noise those beasts made falling down perhaps would have attracted anything else around the, around this area. And I dropped my phone.
1: Yes, quite, quite. They do seem to be weaker than the ones we found in Cranberry Shrine. I can't remember the name. Shrine. Con- con- <laughs> sorry, Cranberry Shrine. That's right. Or perhaps we've gained certain strength. Oh, yes, we we are quite a bit stronger. Hmm. Well, I think we should continue. Let's investigate the camp and see if they had anything hiding there.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's go have a look. We we'll
1: cautiously go up. Not stealthily, but cautiously.
0: Yeah, you guys make your way up. As you're walking up, you see bits of the deer spread out over the, the hillside, washed down by Shrew's tidal wave. You get to the top and you see what was left of the campfire. You know, again, sort of sprawled out across a hilltop. You see some personal effects, like the bedrolls and little trinkets, of which seem worthless, maybe carved out of bone. But you do see a small chest. Hmm,
1: what do we have here? I go up to the chest Not check it for some traps. Okay, roll investigation. It's a natural 20. Second for me of the day.
0: Yeah, it's been a good dice day for you today. It's not been bad. So yeah, you run your... Fingers delicately over it as you inspect this chest. There's nothing, nothing holding you back here. Okay, does it seem locked? It does. Hmm. Is it like a padlock? What are we dealing with here? You can see it's got a little keyhole. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, this chest seems locked. Let's see if we can break it open. Do I see any rocks, big rocks around? Yeah, there's boulders around. Okay, what boulders? Something I could lift. (laughs) Ah, I thought you
0: wanted to smash the... The chest yeah, that, that, that would work as well yeah let, let's try that <laughs> let's try that um, I, f- I think you also had a key as well yeah I did but yeah, you're know. saving that for something else
1: I don't know I don't want to waste it on a <laughs> chest whatever it just has like I don't know spices for the
0: deer like that. <laughs> yeah who knows thanks for the idea <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to throw it onto this bowl and try and smash it open yeah
1: well let me try and do a investigation or perception whatever you think is more suitable here. But I wanna try and figure out what's inside. Maybe not exactly obviously, but kind of what I if it's fragile.
0: Okay, give me a perception check. You're sort of shaking the this chest to so see what's in there. Nineteen total. What a day for you and the dice, I think. <laughs> yeah. You have you finally shaken off that A curse. That curse. So the best
1: session I've had since we started, I think. Probably.
0: Yeah. So yes yeah, you're you're shaking this chest. You hit the unmistakable sound of clinking coins as you're shaking it along with some heavier almost like rolling sounds in there do they sound like glass the heavier sounds no they sound almost like stones
1: mm. i'm gonna try and crack the chest open
0: okay give me uh, an athletics check as you're gonna smash us against a boulder that's a 17 minus 116 so yeah you managed to crack this this chest on these boulders as the, the lid comes off you see a number of coins in there and two stones a dark grey opaque stone with some red flecks in it another translucent green stone along with about 70 gold pieces well 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 we seem to
1: have found the ogre jackpot here there's quite a bit of gold here and
0: two very expensive looking gemstones yes I'm sure that oh, beautiful Halio will be able to value these for us I wonder if she's thinking of me.
1: (laughs) I'm sure she is. You left quite an impression yesterday. Can't wait to see her again. We'll be back soon. We'll be back soon. Perhaps you can share a a tale or two in in our journey up to Axel if she does come along. Mm.
0: Sounds like a good idea. Mm -hmm. So are Shrew Shrubbery staying here or are you guys moving on? You've got a couple more hours, I'd say, of travel before you need to start making up camp again.
1: We're going to carry on until we have to stop for the
0: rest. Okay, so Romeo, me a survival check, please. 11. So the sun starts to set behind the rolling hills. You've been traveling now for a couple more hours, and you find yourself searching for a suitable spot to set up a camp for the night. The rugged terrain now is starting to make you feel tired and weary. The snow hasn't stopped. It's now settling quite heavily on the ground. But you manage to find this a hill that's got a little bit of shelter from some rocks, where you can sort of bundle yourselves together in perhaps light a fire huddle around it and that's where we're going to call it a session Hmm, nice
1: toasty finish to the session
0: yeah I finally got to roll some dice this time
1: yeah yeah and finally after what is it two episodes of roleplay we've had a fight um, it's apparent our power has increased substantially we had a hard time against it was two ogres last time with Al fighting along us yeah, alongside us,
0: there was a number of orcs there as well. So yeah, a, but a lot more to deal with. We
1: also dealt with orcs recently, and they fell considerably quicker, too. But let's not get too cocky. Let's not get too cocky. They still dealt uh, quite a bit of damage. It was uh, one point eighteen damage on a hit to Fabian.
0: Yeah, they hit hard, but they're kind of like HP sponges at this point. Hmm, that's true. Yeah. Although I imagine they'll be more dangerous if they're accompanied with other beasties as well.
1: Yeah, there were only three, really.
0: So yeah, that was a fun episode. A little bit of a mix of some roleplay and some battle. New character as well. Wandering tradesmen. Mm. Sorry, wandering merchants. Yeah, yeah. Got, got a nice deal there for your head of wizardry. Yeah, really, I didn't need it anymore.
1: It served its use already. Yeah. Giving us some classic moments. You want to hear more about this episode, though.
0: Yeah, you know what you got to do. What's that, Al?
1: Head over to Buy Me A Coffee, sign up to one of our membership tiers, either the Magus or the Arch Magus, and every week we'll post a reflection episode the day after the episode airs. So tomorrow you can listen to us talk about this episode and just a bit more delve deeper into what's going on today. At Buy Me A Coffee you can also... If you want to donate certain items like our good friend, Neil has done yet again. Thank you very much for that scroll of jump. If you want to find the link, the easiest way to do so is by visiting our website, i2td.com. That's a digit two. And there you'll also find some blogs that we're posting recently. So make sure to check all those out as well. And as always, Please leave a comment and a rating in any of your podcast players of choice. They really, really help us.
0: Yeah, for sure. And if you listen on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, smash that like, and why not click that little bell on the end?
1: Yeah, it tickles us when you click the (laughs) bell.
0: (laughs) And today we've got a promo swap with our new friends from Stories and Sorceries. Make sure to visit them on the links on the description of this episode. Give them a, a listen and a follow going to roll their ad now. Welcome to Frengeture, a world dominated by a large continent, broken into four nations. But we begin our journey in the eastern land of Alkiar, a nation of sand and dunes. It is there we find our four would-be heroes, Eustace, the duty-bound paladin. You will rule
1: the day, sir, when you <laughs> die.
0: His estranged brother, Astrion, a sword for hire.
1: Well, I ain't no
0: goddamn that guy, but. The soul-bound twins, Albion. We go find the girls in the town and we sneak out behind the town hall and we drink a little bit and, like, you know, touch the soft part of the inside of each other's elbows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Dreg. Ah! I've been tainted! <laughs> the twin dragon from the Tangwu monastery. Join us and these four as we unfold the stories of this world. There you have it. Sasspod. Sasspod. I like that. Reminds
1: me of Sassy. Sassypod. Stories and sorceries. Make sure to check them out. And that leads us on to our favorite part of the night. Just kidding. Favorite part is playing the game. Second favorite part of the night, which is end of episode club. The last one standing. We give you a password you insert it into the comment section of wherever you may find us and we'll have a laugh at your expense i mean at at your witty comment so what's the password today nicholas
0: <laughs> oh, full name i feel like i've been naughty yeah today's password is hat trick mm. why because you pulled a trick with your hat in the, Well, not really a trick but you traded your hat and there was a hat trick of ogres Mm. So yeah, use it in a comments as Al's already said, and make us laugh.
1: A hat trick is when you score three goals, right, in football.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> perhaps those across the pond aren't familiar with the term. Mm.
1: Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hope to see you again
0: as we delve into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon. What a day for you and the dice, I think. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps you've finally shaken off that a curse. That curse. So the best session I've had since we started, I think. Probably. Yeah. Perhaps it's counterbalancing your ill fortune with Wordle lately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry I mentioned that. So subjects, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I like the idea of being slippery, especially.
0: If I get caught by some filthy orcs. Oh, I thought you were going to say, especially if you enlarge a certain part of your body. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now. Behave.